Hey everybody, welcome back to Feedback Loop. I'm Joey. And I'm Jeremy. And this is, I guess our, we we rounded out our, uh, whatever the Stomp Pop Kings last episode. Yeah, and, uh, it was both of you, us. Yeah, it was both of us. We we did the cop-out <laughs> answer because we're both cool. Yeah. But, um, and we picked our new our new uh, genre at the end of the last episode. It was New York death metal. So stay Hell tuned yeah. for for our picks of of that. Please don't click away or hit the back button or whatever. Stay till the I'm end. I'm excited, and I kind of feel like a little nervous and worried because we have not planned for the contingency of what happens if we both pick the same album. Not that yeah. I necessarily expect that. But the thought crossed my mind that it is possible that, that we might pick. And we, we have no idea what will happen. I guess we'll cross yeah. that bridge when we get there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if it ever happens, then it'll just be a fun little thing to to do. Maybe yeah, then we can we'll, bo- we can both be the kings again. We'll figure it out live. We'll both be a loser and nobody gets to be <laughs> <laughs> at that point. What else have you... What have, so in addition to the, the New York death metal, what else have you been been up to this past fortnight? Well, um, so the biggest news is that Pyle has released a new single in this past two weeks called Poison, or Poisons, not Poison. Um, Yeah, and (laughs) I I really dig it. It's very different than a lot of the stuff they've been doing lately. I know you listened to it, too, and you were just like, whoa, that was wild. Yeah, it's a trip. But it's like... So it starts off with this really like offbeat, just chaotic energy. And then it like as the chorus comes, it starts to turn into like, I guess, a more typical song structure. But I just really like the energy of it. And man, it's just made me even more excited for the new album. Like, I don't know if I can wait until February for that. I know I don't have a choice. (laughs) Maybe I'll drive to Nashville and go meet Rick and be like, give me the album, please. (laughs) Get Get an early access. That'd be fun. I'm sure they can do that kind of stuff like easily with Bandcamp, but uh, yeah, I think I'll just they release a lot of their music anyway. I'll just email them and see what happens. Yeah, I'm sure. But what have you been fun. listening to? Gosh, I don't, I don't know, man. So I do know. I don't want. Yeah. I don't need to say I don't know. <laughs> I've, I've been kind of scattered all over the place. We've also during this period been trying to nail down our top five albums of 2022, as it were. So uh, aside from those. I haven't been doing a whole lot of exploration. I did listen, well, attempted to listen to, I'd say. I started to listen to the Low album that you mentioned. Yeah. Uh, I think it was in the previous episode, The mm-hmm. Things We Lost on the Fire. And I, I think I went into that album with an expectation because the name Low sounded familiar. Yeah. But uh, it did not sound anything like what I was <laughs> And so it's like, okay, I'm not... I'm not in the mood for this right now. So yeah. I listened to like or two. And I was like, okay, it's it's not repulsive, but it's not what I was expecting. It's not what I want right now. So I, I, I did I dabbled in that a little bit. Um, but the biggest re- or I guess the most recurring uh album that I've been listening to is the New Crosses EP dropped. Uh the Chino Moreno's Cross. Oh hell yeah. Side object. They dropped an EP called Permanent Radiant. And it's pretty pretty good. It's pretty groovy, it's pretty vibey. Got some some bangers on it. Got lots of uh, cool experimental stuff as as they do. So that that was fun to be listening to. 
I'll, I'll need to add that to my ever-growing list of things that I need to check out, but end up just revisiting stuff I've listened to a thousand times for some reason. I um, have added three, four, five, six albums in the past two weeks. Six albums to my backlog list. So oh I'm there God. I'm there with you. <laughs> I, I do want to listen to some of those in the, in the upcoming, but we can talk about that in a bit, I guess. Yeah, it'll be. Um, I guess... Speaking of song or albums that I've heard before, not a thousand times, not this one, at least I, I had like an experience with the album in rainbows by Radiohead the other night. And it was a weird coincidence because I ended up posting something in our discord about the, the jigsaw falling into place, like guitar. I was just like, this guitar is sick. And then Jared, you said, like the next day or something, there was a video recommended in your YouTube. Yeah, it was it, just it, last night. I felt like I was in the Matrix. Like it was just weird. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, the to finish that thought, there there was a video that popped up in my recommended videos that is titled "Radiohead Might Have Written the Perfect Acoustic Riff," <laughs> and it is the guy playing the uh, the jigsaw riff. And it's a real good riff. Like it's just it great. And that album. I kind of like slept on it because there was a long period where I, I don't know if it was just like my idea of what a Radiohead fan was or like just my ideas about the band or it just wasn't the music that I was into at the time. Mm -hmm. But like when that album dropped, I was like not really into Radiohead and I didn't care. And then as I started to learn like more about Radiohead and get more into them, it was just an album that I never really like. I listened to a lot of their earlier stuff more than their later stuff. So I I listened to like in rainbows, maybe like two or three times. And I just decided to go back to it. Cause I saw like the album art pop up somewhere for whatever reason. And As it does. man, it's just a really good album. Like it, it's, it's got such, vibes. Yeah. It's such a distinct vibe too. Like, I feel like there's their other albums are kind of like, which maybe it's cause I spent a long time listening to their earlier stuff that it had all a very like, the same sound not the same sound i mean they obviously like change their sound a decent amount from album to album but like it's not what i'm used to whenever i think of radiohead i guess and it's just really good and adding into that the fact that whenever they released it they let the fans pay whatever they wanted to to get the album like that's just super cool that's always one of those things that i've thought like independently like yeah if i ever released songs i'd want to do something like that like it would just be, it's a really cool model. I know it's not necessarily sustainable for somebody who hasn't like got their foot in the door yet. Right. It, but well, it's, I don't know. I'd argue that it's, it's more, it's easier to pull off. I think from that because you're gaining like recognition and you're gaining clout. When you yeah. Run something for free. That's so, that's so easy for someone to access. Right. So like a lot of rappers drop mixtapes and stuff for free when starting out just to kind of like generate hype and, and kind of say like, Hey, this is what I'm about. Follow me if you want more. And then start charging for it. So I feel like it might be a better career move perhaps yeah. to, to do that stuff earlier. That's interesting that Radiohead did it. I didn't know that they did that for that album. They're just a, they're just a multifaceted band group. They really are. I guess the band, band doesn't feel like it does them justice. <laughs> you know? This is coming from me who hasn't listened to a whole of Radiohead, but like, obviously yeah. they're, they're revered for what they have done in music, which is super cool. Uh, I also listened to that album yesterday, just because I was like, that's the only Radiohead album that I've really like given time <laughs> to. And then you mentioned it, I was like, 
like, you know, fuck it, I'm just going to listen to the whole thing. Agreed. Great vibes all the way through. I also listened to uh, the new Little Sims album called No Thank You, which uh, was a surprise drop for me. I, I wasn't anticipating it. I didn't know that it was happening. She just released an album last year. So I was like, oh, that's kind of fun. Listen to it. Uh, pretty pretty solid all the way through. It's got a lot of a lot of good catchy songs on it, and a lot of like really heartfelt and meaningful songs and stuff as well. So it's just a it's an all around good good hip hop album. If you're kind of in, the, in that headspace, I will be continuing in that headspace. I think for the next few weeks, um, because two of the albums that I mentioned, well teased, I guess, um, that got added to my backlog. One of which came i don't remember where i saw this recommendation i think somehow wu-tang clan came up in a discussion or mf doom came up i think both of them some combination of mf doom and wu-tang clan came up but i found uh an album or was recommended an album called sour soul by bad bad not good and ghostface killer which is it's a, a collaboration album. Bad, bad, not good. Like a Canadian jazz instrumental hip hop band. Yeah. And Ghostface Killer, obviously being from Wu Tang Clan, they did a collaboration album. One of the tracks features MF Doom. Um, so it just sounds like something that'd be very interesting and fun to to check out from a hip hop perspective. So when did that come out? Listen. Um, let me check. I'm not hundred percent sure. It's relatively old, I think. Oh, okay. I was about to say, 20, I didn't... 2015, so I guess not that old. Oh, okay. Because I've never heard that before. I thought I had heard everything MF Doom did and collaborations, but hell yeah, just have something else to look for now. Yeah, I think he's just featured on one song on that. So it's not like a big collaboration with him, per se, but there's one track, it's called Ray Gun, that features MF Doom. Um, the other hip-hop album, uh, Levi, our friend Levi actually recommended to me, I was talking to the other night, and... I asked him just out of curiosity what he'd been listening to and if he'd heard anything, and he recommended an artist named Cal Scrubby. Cal Cal Scrubby? It's S C R U B Y. So I guess it'd be Scrubby more than Scrubby, but uh, he he's a white rapper, and he the the song I listened to that Levi recommended is pretty pretty solid. It, it's very much a vibe of something that Levi would listen to. Yeah. As he is now, I guess more so than, oh, okay. than who he was back uh, when we all worked at the pizza place. <laughs> but um, I kind of like it. It had an interesting vibe, and, and lyrically, it was like he he he's got some chops. Well, so shit, man. That's, that's also something that I'm interested in listening to in the, the upcoming weeks. Cal Scrooby. Okay. Okay. Cal Scrooby. The album uh, he just dropped this year is called Casino, in all caps. Well, shit. I can't say I'm uh, 100% in a hip-hop uh, headspace right yeah. now. But I know that Levi recommended Trademark to Skydiver. Skydiver? I, I got my words mixed up because it's Duh Skydiver. But, duh Skydiver. Um, <laughs> uh, I liked that whenever he had me listen to that. Le- so. Levi's got his, his finger on the hip-hop pulse. Like, he knows it what's seems. going on. He's He's aware. He's got he's got feelers out there. That's his that's his wheelhouse. <laughs> so he's he's usually got some good wrecks. He also tried to recommend me. This is just totally anecdotal. He uh he recommended J. Cole to me when we were working at the pizza place. And he recommended uh what's it called? Sideline Story, I think. 
Let me let me confirm that real quick. He recommended one of J. Cole's earlier albums. And boy, did that was that a miss for me. Yeah, it's called The World the Sideline Story came out in 2011. Boy, was that album a miss for me. Um, could not get into it. Didn't didn't have the patience. Didn't didn't give a shit about it. I probably still don't like that album. Oh, but shit. Um, later, I think I actually mentioned this because we did it uh, for your eyes only uh, on our podcast um, that like later <laughs> I was over at Levi's house one night and we went and got white castle or something and he's like dude you got you got to listen to this i know you don't like j cole but i think you're gonna love this album and it's how i actually found for your eyes only that's one of my favorite hip-hop albums now so, well shit man it worked out all it, it all worked out in the end was, he was playing seeds yeah Le- levi's levi's just just trickling things in my subconscious that eventually bloom into some good shit so hopefully cal scrooby comes through as well scrooby <laughs> scrooby it's such a weird last name yeah. It's even the, the combination of Cal being his first name is also kind of strange. Cal Scrooby. Sponsored by Cal Scrooby. Yeah, there we go. We're not actually sponsored. Cal, Cal Scrooby, if, if you're out there, sponsor our, our podcast. Yeah, please. Cal Scrooby, if you hear this, <laughs> send us a fucking message somewhere on social media. You can find us at Feedback Loop somewhere at FBL Podcast. We'll go back to the old format just to, just to do one of your albums. Yeah. yeah 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 i'll i'll absolutely do that i'm not against reverting to the album format for special occasions or even maybe as like an ongoing like side thing every once in a while but uh that's 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 a discussion for off the episode yeah. have you been have you been exploring or putting feelers out in any other directions um the only other new thing that i listened to this week was so I'm subscribed to um, a channel called Vapor Memory on YouTube, yeah. and they'll just put out like full albums of like vaporwave adjacent music. And right. there was this album called Fish Season by a band called Fi- well, an artist called Fish Two, and it just caught my eye because it reminded me of Fishman's Long Season. Yeah, that's Fish what I was Season. <laughs> so I clicked on it, and it was a journey. Like it was one of the most ambient albums I've heard in a very long time, but it was just like, it just hit me at the exact right time. Cause it was just this very triumphant build. And like it had these ebbs and flows where it had a little bit of like bittersweet notes throughout it. And I don't know. I was just like, it was a time where I wasn't surprisingly wasn't playing runescape. I was just kind of like <laughs> sitting there and I think I, I was even like working. I was actually working. And yes. um, it was, I don't know, it was just a really good time where like there's a lot of other ambient albums where there's like, I guess you could almost call them like instruments or or like actual musical pieces that kind of go in there. Not to say that this album wasn't musical because it was, but it was definitely like about as close to background noise as I've heard yeah. an ambient album get in a very long time. It's just and I enjoyed it for that. Yeah, <laughs> it was pure atmosphere. It was awesome. That's fun. You you reminded me, you jogged my memory, talking about vapor memory. That was a weird way to say that, I guess. But um, <laughs> it was unintentional. Uh, I actually have a couple of albums marked in my YouTube, like watch later, because vapor memory just kind of like uploads full album YouTube things. I'll have them saved in my normal backlog. I guess um, one of which is on vapor memory 
And I don't know if you recommended this to me. I don't remember anything about this album, but it's called Windows 96 by Magic oh, hell yeah. Peaks. Yeah. Or is I think, Magic Peaks the album? I don't know. Uh, window, yeah, Windows 96 was the artist. And Magic Peaks the album. But yeah. uh, that's that's in my to-do list as well. So maybe maybe look at that. And there's also another album here that I don't recall adding to my list called <laughs> Little Ghost by the group Moonchild, which Moonchild. Uh, has 2.7 million views. So I'm sure it's good. But I have Moonchild no idea what sounds familiar. That. So that'll be. I don't know. Maybe that'll be my priority. Listen for the coming weeks to see what the hell's going on there. <laughs> that'll be. Well, have you been? listening to any other stuff or are you ready to throw Ooh. down your I don't I don't think I have. It's just been I don't know the, the past 2 weeks haven't been very musical for me. Oh it's shit. It's been kind of in like a weird weird space where I haven't been listening to a whole lot. I'm like I'm bad at uh I'm constantly procrastinating including our our podcast uh competition the the New York death metal pick. I did not pick until today because I'm just absolutely horrible. <laughs> procrastination is a problem that I have in every aspect of my life. But uh, I did pick one and I'm very excited about my pick, but I want to hear your pick first. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll give you my pick first. This one, I'm going to preface it that not necessarily do I have a ton of confidence that I'm going to win. I think I could, but I feel such confidence in this pick and the fact that I feel like I've actually done the genre justice by picking this band. Mm. I feel like it's the most true to the actual genre as I've gotten so far. So I'm, I'm happy about that at least. Yeah. That that's very exciting. I will probably not like it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, just cause that's something that I like. I realized like, as I was listening to a lot of New York death metal, is it like, there's so much of it that just sounds so like samey to me. It's yeah. just like a lot of like blast beats and, and pig squeals and stuff. And it's just like, it's not, it's not entertaining to me. It's not my kind of. Yeah. Metal. So my pick actually went more on like a technical, like melodic death metal side than just pure death metal. Yeah. Like that is something I noticed, which is I did try to stray away from the typical, like what you'd hear in like the nineties. Uh, yeah. death metal because I mean there's a bunch of huge bl- death metal names like founding sure. people of death metal out of New York which were all coming up every time I tried to search for New York death metal but this yeah. one it's a newer band and they actually had a sound that I like because I noticed upon listening to all this that while I used to love death metal I don't know if I ever loved like death metal at its core Right. Because it it never stood out to me. It was just like, yes, this is this is metal. Okay, I I understand it. it. Yeah. But um, so enough uh, enough pretext. The band was Gravesend, and the album was Preparations for Human Disposal. And the reason I picked it is because it still has a lot of the core values, I guess, of death metal. But it's a much more modern take on it. Like this album came out okay. in twenty twenty one. And the production on it sounds a lot better than most of the other death metal I was hearing. It not only does it have like the typical like heavy fast like beats and music, but it also has like some slower parts. It has some like electronic influences in it. It has like 
I guess the the vocalist, it's not just like the strict guttural growling he does. And it there were no like pig squeals or anything that I right. heard in the album. So, which is always something that I was kind of like, that's eh, a little bit too much, you know, like I was like, I, I, right. But I think, I think it was also tainted by the fact that there was like the whole crunk core thing going on whenever I was in high school and I would hear the pig squeals and that stuff. And I'd be like, yeah, <laughs> this is dumb, but yeah, they have a bunch of like, they have their fast paced songs. Like there's a, a track called from Rikers to the grave. And that one's really fast paced and cool. And it actually keeps my attention. And another thing, all the songs are like two minutes long. So it's like nothing oh, yeah. is drawn out and it's just a nice, easy listen. But then there's this song um, called Ver- Verrazano floater. And the first half of it is actually like well-paced and it's not just like trying to, fucking blow up blow right by you like beat your head in and then it ends with the blast beats but then it immediately goes into like this i can't tell if it's an actual like overblown like bass guitar or if it's like a synth that they put a bunch of effects on but the next sound or the next song is called scurrying and it just like is this nice little bass kind of interlude to the song after it but it's just it's it has its breaks in there, so it's not just like beating you over the head with a stick the entire time. And it's it's actually like pretty listenable and melodic. That's awesome. That is relieving to hear. It sounds like it's a very dynamic album, and I think we might actually have a, a good competition on our hands because okay. a that sounds really good to me. Like I, I think I'm gonna like that more than I anticipated. Just the way you described that. But, uh, my pick might be a little bit more well known, um, but it was new to me, and it might be new to you. But it is '90s death metal from oh, okay. New York. It, the album released in '96. The band is named uh, called Lethargy. Oh, okay. And the album is "It's Hard to Write with a Little Hand," which I could not find on streaming services. It is on YouTube almost yeah. in its entirety. I think the <laughs> The only links that I could find were missing the last couple tracks, but I think it is still a very fun and dynamic album. And the reason I'm excited is because this is basically proto Mastodon. Oh, okay. In, in yeah. that uh, it has Bron Daler and Bill Kelleher before oh. Mastodon existed. That's so perfect. It's, it, yeah, it's it's very much like like pre Mastodon, but like has a lot of like the death metal stuff. It's still very technical and speedy and stuff but it's also a very dynamic and kind of ebb and flowy kind of album and you can kind of hear some of like the the maston roots in in that stuff well i definitely like a lot of mastodon's like earlier albums because of how heavy they are like remission and uh right. call of the mastodon like that's just I, I really like that stuff even a lot of stuff that was on uh shit blood mountain was that yes yep that was the name i couldn't remember the the exact name of it I <laughs> it was, was just the like, earth I'm gonna, one yeah the earth one <laughs> but um yeah so i'm fucking pumped whenever you started yeah, talking I, about it i was like i feel like i've heard of this band before i actually have not heard of anything by that band i was thinking of another band called liturgy not lethargy mm. so yeah yeah i was i was just totally surprised i was like wait bron daler and bill kelleher were in a band in new york that was death metal before mastodon i'm like that's got to be my pick and then i listened to yeah. it and i really enjoy it because surprise we both really like mastodon so 
I, I just, I don't know. It was, it was fascinating. It's kind of like math rocky. It's very like technical, uh, but kind of fun. But obviously, it doesn't have half of the current day Mastodon in it. But I think it'll be a fun competition this week or this episode, this Fortnite. Uh, speaking of the next, um, the next upload on our channels will be our best of 2022 episode that's going to be releasing the first week of january and then after that um instead of having three weeks of uploads there's probably going to be a gap week maybe a a whole gap fortnight if you will depending on a recording schedule because i'm going to be flying back home and spending a couple weeks uh back home with with family and friends and stuff so the recording schedule is going to be kind of sporadic I guess, but we will be back early next year, probably before the end of January, with another regular scheduled episode after this one to kick off the the next year of feedback loop. Hell yeah! One more year, dude. <laughs> one more year, man. <laughs> we've we've been doing this since 2020, right? The beginning of the very beginning of 2020. So we've, well, this is going to be entering our third year. Yeah, because it was we started in. I think our first recording was in like. Was it in January or was it in March? It'll be our fourth year. It was, it was around March. March, okay. Because we did most of 2020, all of 2021, all of 2022 now. And we'll be starting our fourth year. Yeah, kicking off it's year March-ish. four. ish So Dude, that's fucking exciting. We've been doing this for too long. <laughs> that's nuts. I didn't even realize that until right now. <laughs> it just feels like it's, it's just part of part of life right now. So that's exciting. Um, on that note... The week after this episode goes up, next week for you all, should be our top fives of 2022. Um, so come back next week. Let us know what albums you really liked this year. I'll probably say the same thing in that episode as well. But still, give us give some, some New York death metal bands that you really enjoy. Listen to both of the ones that we recommended. And let us know which one you think wins. And then, then come back next week for our, our favorite picks of the year. Which has been a grueling process for for me, <laughs> um, but uh, I don't have anything else to say. This is the last episode that we're recording in 2022 for for a regular episode, at least. So I, I, I guess stay stay safe through the holidays. I know this is actually coming out after Christmas, but you still got New Year's. Don't drink and drive. You know all that all that good stuff. See us in the next year and stay at Nerds Back. Bye.